we love cake so much we decided to make it a full-time business for me sammy and me bronya join us on our journey of discovery as we meet fellow cake professionals artisan cake makers and home bakers who will give tips and advice on the business of cake making podcast glitter included follow us on instagram and listen to us on spotify itunes podbean or wherever you listen to your podcast sign up to our newsletter and visit the blog at daisycakecompany.co.uk as you may have already guessed today's podcast is very different very different we've never done this and a first for Bronya and I um so we are at a Mr Baker's cake school with Rob um and he's very kindly invited us to check out his amazing school in person it is amazing so uh we're sitting in a fantastically decorated kitchen slash schoolroom, a bit similar to the famous bake-off tent but no tent Uh, uh, Rob also um, is a content creator with 27k followers I saw on YouTube today which is pretty uh, pretty phenomenal you must be very proud yeah Um, he also has a book which we'll be talking about later and uh, there's so much more so we're going to jump straight in hello Rob lovely to um meet you and be here in person yes thank today. you thank you for what we've never done well apart from the cake and bake show we've never done in person oh, really interviews yeah. wow. like, we've only been going three years <laughs> yeah, but this is lovely this is kind of like a sign of covid really is over mm. and we yeah. can sit and talk to people which is yeah. lovely you say that i did just go for covid two weeks ago okay right. <laughs> <laughs> but more over than it was definitely yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and um, how you got into cake making? Oh gosh! Um, so, I, my journey really started in baking first. Um, I grew up in a family with well, uh, a grandmother in particular, Mrs. Baker, <laughs> who um, she literally everything at home was homemade. She uh-huh. made everything from sausage rolls to jams and marmalades, to wine, to cakes, you name it, it was all homemade. Amazing. And you grew up kind of feeling very blasé about that fact, I think. Mm. You know, every Christmas, she and my grandfather would arrive with the Christmas cake, the Christmas pudding, the mince pies. And then she... I don't know if you're feeling blasé, because my nan used to knit and sew. And I used to have all handmade clothes, and and I used to have... I remember as a kid, I had a jumper with the tiger, um, Frosty's tiger Mm -hmm. on it, and no one else had it. And to me, it's like, oh yeah, my nan knitted it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is like that thing. It's just, it's just in your childhood, isn't it? It's yeah, just absolutely. what happens. And it's my lovely. grandmother also used to knit as well. She literally was like the Enid Blyton grandmother. <laughs> um, but she passed away when I was in my early twenties, very early twenties, mm-hmm. and. I suddenly realised that that delivery isn't coming this year. Yeah. You know, there isn't going to be all the goodies. And so I decided I'm going to teach myself how to bake. I'm Excellent. going to be the family baker. So I bought Delia's Christmas. Ooh, oh, I love, I love that. Delia. And <laughs> I learned how to make Christmas cake yeah. and Christmas pudding and those sorts of things. And I definitely caught the bug. But also I do think that I liked that that notion that I was carrying on my grandmother's legacy yeah. somewhat. Yeah. Um. So I kind of... Merrily, like, potted along being the family baker and in inverted commas um, for many years. And then nine years, in fact, it was nine years ago last week, one of my work colleagues at the time asked me to make a frozen cake for her daughter. And I said, absolutely not. I'm a serious baker. I don't do decorated (laughs) cakes. 
And then because I'm very easily led and I find it very hard to say no to people, I made her daughter a frozen cake. Um, And I I watched shows like Ace of Cakes and Extreme Wedding Cakes and all those sorts of shows. So naturally, it wasn't just a round cake with some icing on it. I carved a mountain. I made (laughs) um, homemade modelling chocolate and made the castle. I bought an airbrush and airbrushed everything. Got a bit carried away, basically. Yeah, why not? (laughs) But caught the bug for this new art form that very much drew on my hobby of baking but also yeah. other kind of arty hobbies that I had and then suddenly well also I'd spent so much money on equipment <laughs> definitely had to do more of it or I'd have ended up divorced but I kind of just carried on like really getting into that watching these shows having a go at things I saw I did a life-size standing up guitar literally wow. about four months after I started decorating cakes wow because I saw it on TV. Yeah. Um, and then it was actually, I think I was probably about three years in, my friend Matthew celebrated his birthday and he's obsessed with Harry Potter. So I decided I'm going to make the ultimate Harry Potter cake. And so on literally, I think it was like a 24-inch square board, I made everything you could think of to do with Harry Potter. So it had all the books in a pile. It had the sorting hat. It had like Hermione's little bag. It had, you, you name it, it was on yeah. there. And it went viral, um, which was nice, um, and had something like three and a half million views in its first couple of days online. And so suddenly I'd gone from being this person who just, you know, potters around baking and making cakes at home to suddenly I had, I think I went from literally about like 700 followers to like eight and a half thousand followers within a couple of weeks. And yeah, it kind of all just steamrolled from there, I guess. Amazing. That's incredible. Mm. That's such a cool story. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you were making a standing up guitar within four months, though. Yeah. Well, you know. I probably shouldn't have yeah. been, if we're honest. <laughs> but it's the best part was at the time I had a convertible. So <laughs> there was no way that was going to go in my car any other way than with, with the, the roof, roof down and sticking out of the top. And so, like, transporting that to the party yeah. was probably one of the most hair-raising experiences <laughs> of my life. And you did that so early on in your career yeah. as well. Get all that stuff out the way. <laughs> yeah. Right, so you used to work in education. I did. Um, you were a teacher? I was. I was right. a primary school teacher. Primary school. I was going to yes. say, what age did you teach and what did you teach? And do you miss it? Um, so primary school, and so that's, you You kind of teach everywhere from like four up to 11. Right. And so I potted around all different year groups. Um, I definitely enjoyed working with the younger children the most though. So I taught year two, which is like uh, six, six and seven year olds yeah. um I should know that I was in there for seven years <laughs> um and I did that in a few different schools and I've forgotten the second part of the question already do you miss what, it what did I teach yeah what did you teach everything yeah as primary school you yeah, do don't you, you do. Yeah. um but one of my kind of key responsibilities particularly towards the end was uh tech, home economics food tech right. all those sorts of things obviously that head teacher was very clever and was like yeah, let's play together. Yeah. Um, in regards to do I miss it? I know I'm supposed to say yes, but honestly, <laughs> I feel like what I do now, I get all the best parts of working yeah. with children and teaching them and having a great time with them without any of the stress or the bureaucracy yeah. or the. Um, and I suppose when the kids come here to you, they're coming because they really want to be here yeah. rather than because they've been told to put their uniform and get out of well, the house. I, I will be honest, I was a very inspirational teacher. I'm sure so you they were. all wanted to be there too. <laughs> I'm sure but you were. For me, what I found the most tricky was kind of coming out of all the lockdowns and right. teaching children of the age that had missed yeah. like most of year R, a good chunk of year one. Suddenly yeah. they're in year two yeah. and they weren't ready 
Yes. And I, I struggled both because I wasn't able to meet their needs because of the pressures from above. Mm. No disrespect to the pressures above yeah. because they had pressures from above too. But equally, it was just, it was suddenly a lot. Yeah. And obviously, I was also moonlighting doing the yeah. baking stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it kind of just came to a head probably Christmas 2021. Right. And um, you just went, no more. Yeah. Well, actually, my mum told me that I should give up. And really? again, easily led to what uh, I'm told. So, yeah. well, mind you, if your mum says it, exactly, you don't expect <laughs> yeah, that, do you? No. Like the responsible grown-ups in your life are not the yeah. ones who go leave that really well-paid and secure yeah. job and go out on your own. Yeah, yeah, but you always do what your mum tells you. Exactly. Yeah. Even so. at the tender age of fifty odd, I still do what my mother tells me. So, so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, um, you've also been a content creator. How, how long have you been doing that, really? Um, well, so I dabbled with making cakes to order yeah. for a little while, and I absolutely hated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, partially because I don't like being told what to make. Right. Um, and as you've probably already gathered, I'm not a big fan of a round cake yeah. with some fondant and with a model bit, on the yeah. top. Um, but equally... I, again, you've already heard, I I have quite elaborate ideas. You know, if you ask me for a guitar, it's going to be a life-size realistic guitar Mm. standing up. And people don't want to pay for the work that goes into that. And that's fair enough. But I'm not going to bring my prices down to to kind of to meet that. So I kind of very much fell into, well, okay, well, let's make those cakes that I want to make. But Mm. let's do it for a magazine tutorial or let's do it for a YouTube video or let's do it in a live demonstration at Cake International. Mm. Um, So it meant that I was still getting to do what I wanted to do, but I was being paid for it. And I'm I'm very keen. I think something, this is one of those controversial bits I warned you would happen. (laughs) I think we've got a very like bad habit in this industry of people not recognizing their worth and the hard work and talent that's not controversial that is something we bang on about all the time yeah Yeah. i think but also it's it's not just the outsiders looking in though it's It's within the industry as well it's it's you know certain organizations not paying their content creators makes it people then feel that they can't ask for it and when people there are there is a thing that when people in the industry um are good others in the industry can bash them for it sometimes. Yeah. And that's just infuriating. You know, mm-hmm. you sort of like see, I've seen so much jealousy from cake makers towards other cake makers. And it's like, no, we if we all go with it, we will all yeah. make ourselves better. Mm-hmm. And it's such a... Work together as a together team. Together we rise. Yes. yes. <laughs> but no, so for, for me, as I say, it was very much a business decision. It was yeah. like, yes, you know, I, I love that I can make money doing this, but I'm going to make money doing it the way I want to do it, not... Yeah trying to jump through how did that come about so as a content creator did you have to have the following in order to get the magazine shoots in order to Um, get or did you go out to find them i i think i'm a bit of an odd case because i had those those couple of cakes that ended up going viral i would get approached by people who were like oh we saw your cake it's amazing we'd love you to do yeah obviously a lot of the time it would be we'd love you to do this there's no budget for it but yeah yeah. Um, and I was caught out a couple of times in the early days, you know, thinking, oh, yeah, exposure, that's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Never pays off. No. Ever. No. Literally ever. Um, but it, it became about recognising which ones are going to be good. You know, yeah. sometimes like Renshaw, for example, mm-hmm. I've worked with Renshaw as in the products my whole cake making yeah. career simply because when I started, I bought everything at Hobbycraft. 
they stop Renshaw. Yeah. Yeah. But um, over time, I entered some of their competitions and won them. They then started asking me to team up with them to do content. And I did do that for free because they were looking after me. They were giving me a product. And now I'm one of their UK brand ambassadors. And I'll be honest with you, they really look after me now, including they provide so much product for my students to use. Mm -hmm. So it's about recognizing which of these are going to pay off. Yeah, I've heard another one that's um, Rachel is Molly, isn't it? Yeah, so it's Molly Robbins, me and Jackie Kelly. Right. We're the UK team. Yeah, and I know Molly is always really singing their praises yeah, yeah they really really do look after which us which is good and so they they approach because they saw you using their products um, i would love to say that they approached me but i just um harassed them yeah. for good many for years good for you <laughs> because they, they had the rental americas ambassadors they had yeah. the rental europe ambassadors and i, I was like why are the uk ones but that's that's nice to know because a lot of i think a lot of people when with content creation think that you know you get a little bit of um exposure on content on um social media and then all the brands come to you and offer you stuff. But it's nice to know that you sometimes you do mm. have to go out and go. There is an element of that, yeah. I think. But the ones that tend to offer you stuff are, I mean, I'm not ever going to show you what my office looks like because it's, it's, <laughs> there's a reason why this looks so clean and lovely and organised. This, this is perfect, yes. Um, my office is essentially the moniker cupboard okay. of the school. Right. But there are boxes and boxes of stuff in the corner of novelty, silly gadgets that I've either right. bought from for videos yeah. or people have sent me that I'm just like I will never use this yeah. <laughs> yeah. so it, while it's lovely to be sent products yeah. I probably would go as far as to say 95% of the time really you'll never use it again but then uh, that's that's I mean we say this about cake making you don't actually use a lot of products no. yeah if, if you know what you're doing you don't need yeah. all the gadgets when anyway. you first start don't go out and buy every single thing <laughs> yeah don't go to cake international in your <laughs> first year <laughs> and spend about 500 pounds yeah. in tax <laughs> Yeah, I did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people have done that. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you things. you became um, you became popular pretty quickly, didn't you? Um, I I find this is something I really struggle with, to right. be honest. Because um, yes, very much my my friendship group are, I suppose, what you would consider some of the more recognisable faces yeah, I mean, in the industry. You've, you've talked about a few of your friends and we know exactly who they are. And yeah. yeah but yeah. to uh, all of us find that absolutely insane. It's that whole concept, isn't it, of cake famous? Yes. Yeah. 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 I know. And I think being a primary school teacher for so many years while I've been doing this really did help to keep me grounded because yeah. I'd be at Cake International on a Sunday and I'd have people stopping me and asking for a photo and, and gushing and being like, oh, it's so amazing to meet you. And I'm like, really? I'm just like a primary school teacher who bakes cakes for fun. <laughs> But then on Monday morning, I'd be back in school, yeah. sleep deprived, children refusing to come and sit on the carpet yeah, for me. Yeah. And it very much provided yeah. that counterbalance <laughs> that I needed. But yes, I, I think, I've again, I've lost my train of thought. But yeah, I... I oh, about yeah, being popular. Yeah, so the, <laughs> like that whole concept of, of, of cake famous. Yeah. Just, again, it's and it's something within the industry that yeah. I think people aspire to mm. um, and then bash other people for achieving. Yeah. But actually doesn't really mean anything when you're there it doesn't mean as much as you think it really it does. doesn't yeah. it's it's don't get me wrong i love that people have like watched my videos and yeah. it's helped them mm. or they've you know made one of my recipes and things like that that for me obviously makes all the work worthwhile yeah, yeah but i get that ultimately yeah. i think that the thing that's important is whatever you're doing needs to be attracting your clients yeah 
to you and again so things like numbers of followers and things like that it doesn't mean anything if those followers aren't actively yeah. buying your yeah. products yeah. and I suppose if you are sort of like a humble cake maker making client cakes to have 50,000 followers means nothing if they're all in America mm-hmm. and you're selling cakes in Southampton absolutely it, it's irrelevant isn't it so yeah yeah if unless you're selling something that can be online absolutely <laughs> Sorry, are you next? All right, yes, I'm next. I'm next. I know. So you're a a very, very busy man. Yes. You're a very busy man. (laughs) (laughs) How do you manage being a content creator and running Mr Baker's Cake School? With great difficulty. (laughs) Um, Do you do it all alone? Have you got management or are you... No, it's just me. I've been offered management. Right. um, But I'm a bit of a control freak. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the the conversations I've had with people haven't quite matched up with my own values and and what have you. So... I do. Oh, I like that. The values. Yeah. That's the primary school yeah. teacher in me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, uh, obviously, the priority is always the school mm. um, because that's the people coming to me in person, and that means such a lot. But I live my life by bits of paper. I've even brought because I was wasn't sure we were going to be on camera. <laughs> so this is my the rest of my year. Wow. Right, right, okay, now Rob is showing us um, colours. Oh, yeah. Lots of blocks yes. and lots of colours. So each of these is a week, and then right. it's got every. So there's you guys there. Wow. Oh, I got a block. Um, so this is all of my classes, and then anything that comes up, because yeah. in addition to the regular scheduled stuff, we also do private parties. Yeah. So that goes in there. If I'm going and teaching somewhere else, that goes in there. If I'm doing like a food festival or something. And it all lives in this one document. Mm. Um, and then this gets broken down into a weekly document, wow. which is broken down into morning class, between classes, afternoon class, and evening. Between classes. You've I even like got things. Between. So you don't have a PA, you don't have a VA? No. All I have is, so I have a lovely team of ladies who come and work uh, during all the children's classes. So I've right. always got that second adult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then if we've got like a particularly big class, so I had two lots of 26 uh, wow. French teenagers learning traditional British baking a couple of months ago. Gosh. Um, and you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Do you speak French? Not in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, there was a lot of gesticulating. I was expecting the teachers to be like fluent in English. Yeah. Mm, okay. One of them was. <laughs> that was the English teacher. Yeah. So, um, but no, we had such a great time. But for that, I had a couple of my ladies here just kind of yeah. like, pulling yeah. dirty bowls and washing them and right. things like that yeah but no for the most part it is just me at some point i will have to give you know, something up yeah lighten the, the hand on the rain somewhat <laughs> but it's still it's still early days at the moment mm. so yeah, yeah. So, is there i'm just i was looking at the second part of that do you have any tips you can pass on to our listeners to um, to ease that pressure a little bit I mean, obviously, this is one that works for me. Yeah. I mean, lots of other people do things like on apps or on their yeah. phones and things like that. I think the important thing is finding that thing Your that thing. works for you yeah. and then just being religious with it. Mm. I'm yes. very lucky that I'm a morning person. So I'm the sort okay. of person who rolls out of bed somewhere between five and six every morning. And then I sit and I have like an hour of me time before anyone else gets up yeah. with my coffee and I'm on my computer and I'm like, right, what's coming up today? Right. What's the rest of the week looking like? Yeah. Answer the emails, answer the Facebook messages. I'll tell you what, that's the thing about having a lot of like followers and things. Yeah. You get so many messages. Really? So yeah, answering yeah. all of those, 
um, and it just gets it done. And then I can guilt-free for the rest of the yeah. day. I can ignore the messages and the emails and what have you because I know the next morning. So it's about routine then. It's yeah. about having a routine and knowing that that's... So I imagine if you don't get that hour in the morning, it probably throws you It would be bit. the end of the world. So okay, really yeah, fair but enough. No, I, I've, <laughs> I've always been super organized and I know it's because if I wasn't yeah everything would go to ruin regardless yeah. of whether it's the business my personal life everything yeah. I'm quite scatty and forgetful and things yeah. so by forcing myself to be super organized <laughs> I was just looking at Sammy because she claims to be scatty and disorganized but she isn't really <laughs> but is that because you've got coping strategies yeah that, yeah yeah and yeah. I'm always discovering new things as well like you've got uh, all of this I'm not very technically minded oh this is and, this is literally a word document yeah this but is I, nothing snazzy but I I would struggle with creating, oh, okay. <laughs> creating that is oh, safe. You. But, but I I use um bake diary mm-hmm, yeah. and and um you know Sam she came in and she she reorganized me and sorted my business out so I'm a lot better revolutionized yourself yeah and, that, and that's the thing isn't it there's lots of these things out there now obviously the bake diary people are fab yeah um we love them but they're just things that because they do everything for you don't yeah. they like they send you reminders and invoices yeah. and yeah yeah it makes it and they have a calendar yeah it just makes my life so much <laughs> little, easier little shout out psa there for bake diary, yeah, bake diary. <laughs> um how big a step was it to go to 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 invest in this beautiful bricks and mortar cake school because obviously you've been doing a lot of stuff online and that was building up but this is an investment you know oh, the, the, oh, yes. let's not pretend this didn't cost you anything how big a step was it to go um, right i can make i can make this money it was absolutely huge i'll yeah. be honest with you um and it was terrifying yeah and i think like again hyper organized so i had so, like whole notebooks of right. everything that needed to be did done. Did you have a vision? And, did you know yes, what? Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Like, yeah, and mood boards and everything. Again, oh, hyper organized. Amazing. <laughs> um, and what I wanted was because like, I don't know if you saw my old filming setup um, in my home studio, but it was very kind of like a cross between like cottage kitchen, uh-huh. pink and colourful and, and just yeah. gorgeousness. And I kind of wanted to take that mash it together with the tent from a certain baking show and create a destination environment because it's not just about coming and doing some baking it's about people feeling like they've had a day out they've had an experience um and i wanted that wow moment where people walk in the door and go Wow, well, which you've definitely you ladies said when yeah, you walked yeah. into that. And the things, I mean, like you say, it's not set, it's not dressed ready for class today. But you know, even just the line of K mix, yeah, the the pink and blue K mix over by the window, even that you kind of go got that little yeah. thrill of it. Little flutter. <laughs> they do have to be in order. If somebody puts them back in the wrong order, oh, you can imagine it's. But yeah, yeah, and, but it yeah. is, and I, I can imagine coming here. It's a little bit like when Squires used to be open. I used yes. to, I remember, I did, a, yeah, I did a few classes there, and you walk in, and it's like I'm here for the day. Yeah. This is my bench. This is my spa, yeah. and it, you, you felt like you were there for a reason. Yeah, yeah. and I, it's, it's exactly the same feeling. Yeah, um, yeah. but as you say, it, 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 it cost. Yeah. Well, everything, to be yeah, honest. I literally yeah. like wiped myself out and I had some help from a silent investor. <laughs> um, and But it, again, because I had this vision, yeah. it was like I want it to be perfect. Because you can imagine there were lots of people saying, well, you don't have to do everything straight away. Yeah. You, don't have, you don't have to have the, the photo wall and you don't have to have. And I was like, but you do. Because mm. people are going to come in, they're going to have that experience and yeah. they're going to tell their friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And 
we made it work. We did so much of it ourselves, that I'll really? be honest with you. Yeah. Um, for the benefit of your listeners, I am the least handy person in the world. <laughs> like, literally, I, I won't even paint a wall. I hate all really? forms of DIY. But this is looking pretty and good. Um, we did... Is um, this, so this is, this the brick wall, that's... That's pa- wallpaper. That's wallpaper. So you hung wallpaper? No, my father-in-law hung wallpaper. Okay, because I... Because it's not always about doing it yourself. It's uh, about finding the right people <laughs> to do it for you. <laughs> so no, so we had to, um, we took down walls. Wow. We, because this was offices beforehand. Yes. Yeah. Um, we had to take up the carpet, which I'm not even joking, was the worst six weeks of, like, six weeks. Six weeks take To take up the carpet up. Was um, it glued down? Oh, bits were. Like oh. every office bit yeah. had a different thing under the carpet, oh and word. there were parts that we were literally like chipping yeah. it off with a chisel. Yeah, yeah. It was worse. None of the companies that we asked to come and quote for it would touch it. They were like, absolutely not. Really? Even the guy who put it down. <laughs> he knew he what thinks he was I don't. He thinks I don't know it was him, <laughs> but I do. Anyway, so and then I, I have to shout out loads of people actually because my brother-in-law Mo did he was very much the project manager for me for the kind of the the DIY type stuff whether it was like giving me a list of things that I had to do during the next week before he could come back or being here himself and then I had Natalie and Chris Porter from Immaculate Confections they came along with Andy who's a mutual friend of ours to help me install the kitchen yeah um obviously my other half did loads as well my sister got dragged along by her other half my brother-in-law to do various bits and pieces father-in-law hung the wallpaper um yeah it was very much a team effort but as I say you wouldn't know that it hasn't been done professionally because it looks it is professional I mean it it looks really swish it is is that the right word yeah it's a good word it's a good word But I, I mean, I still professional. Yeah, yeah I still is. have that thing where, like, sometimes when I'm here on my own, and maybe it's all set up for a class or something, and I will just kind of like just walk around. And yeah, like, I did this. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, I, I used, would. As I well. used to get that feeling when I used to walk into my shop actually, yeah. Romsey, and it was all like cute and pink and white yeah. and gingham, and I used to walk in and go, "This is mine." Yeah. This. Yeah. This is. The people come here. People like to come here, and that yeah it is a nice feeling, isn't it? Really, really. Is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Um. <laughs> sorry you're really I, I'm enjoying this <laughs> you get so immersed you like don't follow the questions but um what kind of things do you teach here then oh it'll be quick to tell you what we don't teach to be <laughs> so I'm gonna take you through a typical week so yeah. Monday it's my day off I still do admin I'm not very good at taking time off but Tuesday and Thursday we do um what we call babies and buttercream, mm-hmm. which are preschooler sessions. Wow. Um, where it's essentially messy play, food exploration. Oh, that is so, so cool. under that, fives. That's giving me mm. hives though. <laughs> do you know what I love? I, I didn't do them for a couple of weeks after I got over having COVID just as a easing yeah. myself yeah. back in thing, and I miss them so really? much. Because they just they come along, as I say, it's all about there's an activity laid out for them. It might be like cake based, it might be you know, rainbow fruit skewers, yeah, it yeah. might be making faces on tortillas. Yeah. But it's food based and then they can just get their arms in, yeah, chuck yeah. it around, eat and it. And I suppose play there's no it. there's no barriers up for them, is there? No. There's no there's like by the time we get older we've kind of got barriers and it's like we don't we can't do this, we're not good at this. Whereas kids they just get on with it, I they suppose. They really do. And I think after the parents have come a couple of times, they do relax and right, they're like yeah. you know, it doesn't matter if they smear hummus on the wall or what yeah. have you. And yeah. 
Um, then we do after school clubs on a Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday afternoon yeah. and loads of baking focus. So yeah. every week we do a different recipe. Um, that is really good. And they're from five to like 16. So yeah. all the way through school. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and then oh, that's a, great because that's preparing people mm, for like yeah. life isn't yeah, it absolutely. that's really good Wednesday mornings we do home ed sessions so for children who are homeschooled right um, again baking led but they're slightly longer so we can you know if we're making a pastry or something I teach them how to make the pastry okay and, it's a bit more involved wow. yeah and then on a saturday it's usually an adult class so that would be anything from baking cake decorating modeling you know you name it basically yeah. mm-hmm. and then sundays i usually keep free but we also do private parties so they tend yeah. to be fridays and sundays so it's it's pretty full on mm. all the time do you do all the teaching yourself you do and do you have training for this or is it this is just what you've learned as you go along well, obviously, so I've baked my whole life yeah but I think the reason why this works and it has worked so well is I am a teacher yeah who it's that yeah yeah and I think that's that teaching the key experience thing. is really key because you know yeah. I've, you can imagine I've had lots of people send me messages being like I'm so inspired by what you do I would love to do it too yeah. and what have you and I think you know if people want to and they want some help feel yeah. free to get in touch but it's it's not just some someone who you know yeah. made cakes who has now opened a school. Yeah, I am a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Like and that makes a massive. I mean, I know. I mean, I can make cakes. I'm rubbish at teaching. I don't have the patience. I don't have the sort of like not the skill, but it's like that. There, there is a skill to teach. Yeah. Not there's a, there's not a the word baking, that we use in education. It comes up a lot when you're training. In fact, we used to play um, bingo every time they use this <laughs> word, which is pedagogy, and it's all about how you teach yeah, and yeah. how people learn yeah and to be able to recognize you know in a room full of people that this person needs this and this yeah. person needs this and what have you and the seeing the whole person you know when I've got like you know particularly the home ed sessions mm-hmm. like homeschooling they've all come from such a different place right and you need to be able to recognize what each of those people need yeah first before yeah. you can get to and here's how you make a pavlova. Right, yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing I think that people leave here thinking, like, I've had a really good experience. Yeah. Because mm. nobody goes to a class and makes the perfect thing, yeah. do no. they? You no, know? no. But they leave with the confidence to go away and have to another go. Yeah. And I think that is the most important yeah. thing. And I even say that to them in the class. I'm like, you're not here to make a perfect sculpted yeah. cake of a dog. You're here to learn all the skills so that when you go home... And you want to make a sculpted cake of a dog? Yeah, you, you're ready for it. Yeah, you're it. ready to do it. But you teach everything, don't you? you like baking, cake decorating, covering. You do mm-hmm. the whole spectrum, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, and again, I think it's really important because, again, actually, that's something that I should say is my I don't do this for cake makers. And yeah. I think a lot of the kind of the naysayers when I first announced that I was doing this were like, "But look at all the other cake schools yeah. that have opened and closed over the yeah. last few years." And I think. I can see that because they were people who were bringing in these amazing artists, don't get yeah. me wrong, the ones we we're all in awe of, to teach cake decorators yeah. how to move to the next level. Mm. Those aren't my clients. Yeah. My clients are, you know, Daisy down the road has just had a baby and wants to be able to make its birthday yeah. cakes. Mm. Yeah. Or, you know, so-and-so used to bake all the time with her kids, but now they're grown up, she doesn't really do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So she wants to get back into yeah. it. You see what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's home baking yeah. with a frill. That's mm. lovely. That's a really nice. Yeah. And there, sorry, there isn't anything like no. that out there, no. is there? 
And that, I, I guess that's why you're doing it yourself. You're not getting guest teachers in because that's... We've had one. We've had, so Vicky really? Tether, but again, she's like one of my best friends. And I was just like, <laughs> do you want to come know. and teach a class? We can hang out for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. But it was lovely. And actually, again, because her work is very beginner friendly and so i knew that i had like because i've got regulars already we've been open a year i've got people that have done every adult class that i offer and i was like i know that there will be an audience for vicky but no for the most part it's it is just Mm -hmm. yeah it's me and i suppose as well where you're you're primarily a teacher you know how to schedule things in like with the work plan you can um like think of new things to do sort of thing yeah. and, and rotate it and stuff and we also have like a, a little facebook group for all our students uh, so i can yeah. quite often be like okay so those of you that have done this class wow. what would you like next okay so we can actually build i was on... going to say how do you so those regulars have done every class how do you think of what to do for them next literally ask them what you because yeah. you know they're all on social media and they yeah. see people doing these like dried flowers on a cake or yeah. you know the, the, the so the striped buttercream yeah that's about three weeks old today they're too close <laughs> but like when i posted that cake loads like... of them were like oh i'd love to do that can we do right. that next so yeah. things like that and but yeah just just asking them really mm. because it, it is it's people in my local area yeah who are just you know really enjoying lovely. this yeah it's so nice new hobby. it's a really nice fresh idea as a cake maker Thanks. yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> Who's next? You next. Um, well, it's, we've kind of covered this, but you, you've got the children's classes and, mm-hmm. there, and there's lots of different things that you can do um, and because the, they, they seem really popular. But what is the most popular activity? What do the kids always go, we want to do this? Oh, gosh. Um, they So the after-school clubs, the baking classes in particular, cupcakes. Yeah. Right. They are obsessed with cupcakes. Every week they'll come bounding in and they're like, are we making cupcakes? <laughs> and what we do, I didn't say this, but what we do over a half a school term, so usually six weeks, we'll do a cake, a bread, a pastry, a biscuit, okay. a cookie, and then a wild card. Right. Um, wow, so that they're exposed cool. to all different, yeah. we call it the genres of baking. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, every week they're like, is it cake week? Are we doing cupcakes? <laughs> it's like, no. Do you save that for the end so they keep coming back? Oh, I, I mix it up. There's a, part of it is me mixing it up and part of it is just like, what am I in the mood to make this week? Oh, yeah. So I have the list of six that we're going yeah. to do and I'll just be like, yeah, no, I can't face working with chocolate this week. It's going to be warm. We're yeah. going to do bread yeah. um, and things like yeah. that. And when there was the kind of the egg shortage, we kind yeah. of jig things around. So we were doing recipes that didn't have egg in yeah. them and stuff. So yeah. It pays to, again, pays to just be me on me. I yeah. make all the decisions. Yeah. And as long as you're not writing all that down so they're not expecting. Exactly. And that's yeah. an after-school club. Mm-hmm. I, my Jack would have loved something yeah. like that. Literally 4 o'clock till 5.15, yeah. And they go home with whatever they've baked, mm. the recipe to make it again. And Is it a good yeah. mix of male to female, boy to girl? Generally, yes. Yeah. I was going to say we're more girl-heavy, but actually I don't think we are at the moment. I think... I think um, what there's a lot of cake um baking and cooking shows on the tv now isn't there and and even on social media there's a lot of blokes that bake Mm -hmm. and therefore it's not seen as like a girly thing to do anymore i don't think is it which is so weird isn't it if you think about it because it's always been like baking as a girly thing and cooking as a manly thing. yeah and it's like all the top chefs are always blokes yeah yeah and all that yeah it's very very but then even when you look at things like ace of cakes and cake boss and all that you know they're all male dominated so yeah. No, but we, we, we're generally pretty good split. That's good. Um, in fact, like, I'm going through the sessions and I think we are pretty much 50-50 at the moment. That is, that is nice. The adult classes does tend to be more 
Right. Um, lady heavy. <laughs> um, but even that, I've got some regulars who, you know, mm-hmm. come to everything who are blokes as well. Yeah. And I think it's interesting as well to see what they book because the bread classes in particular tend to be very popular with men. Yeah, I was just about to say, because I, so I've done a few classes or did do a few classes at Squires and there were no men in those classes. But I went down to River Cottage a few years ago. I had a, a um, bread baking course at River Cottage. It was a sour, no, it's just all, all breads. I would say that was nearly all men. And that's the contrast. It's all like, you know, obviously, because it's baking. I mean, I work in a bakery, like a proper bread bakery, and that's it's, it's blokes that do the bread baking. So it's quite heavy work, oh, you yes. know. It's hard work. And, and it's obviously some of it's very different to what we do as cake makers. Because I've yeah. always thought of myself as the baker who, who decorates cakes right. rather than a cake decorator who bakes. I like that. Which yeah. I think almost is a bit odd within no, the, the CI yeah. bubble, yes. I call it. Yeah. I've always felt like I'm kind of like in the corner right yeah. over here. You're the one that enjoys the bacon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when, so when Bacon International launched and last year, they were like, would you like to do a demonstration this year? I was like, yes, but I want to do it in Bacon International and I want to make something that isn't cake. Excellent. Yeah, so. perfect, perfect. Yeah, I entered that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I entered Bacon. I was so excited when I saw they were doing Bacon International. I was so to excited. Judge. I was like, can I judge? No. Oh. Maybe this year. I do have my own baking school now. <laughs> they might let you in. Yeah, no, I was so excited to see that it was it was baking because I've entered Cake International numerous times, but it's not. I love decorating cakes, but I want to bake it as well, and mm-hmm. I want someone to, to eat it and to try it and to every enjoy time it. I've ever entered Cake International, it has always been with something that is one hundred percent edible yeah, cake that you could cake. literally cut out the show and eat it so yeah. i mean fair play to these people that can spend three months on these amazing entries yeah. mine you as i say you, at the show you could literally cut yeah. a slice and eat it yeah. because baker who decorates cakes exactly mm. exactly um right so you also do baking experiences i do i love this idea tell us about your baking experiences so, these are so much fun so they are inspired by a variety of different things for example again the aforementioned show in a tent yeah um that one is called that baking show experience <laughs> we can't call it what it is because that's a trademark okay. we would get into yeah. trouble ah. indeed yeah. so yes that baking show experience and that is very much set up like a technical challenge really? show. so they come in the layout is very similar to this now so they've got that whole experience of yeah ten, and you work in pairs so there's usually about 16 people and there will be the pile of stuff covered with the cloth and then they take it off and they are given the same recipe and they all have to achieve it within the time really? so it's literally I just love, like the table I love it. So, yeah. um, and i'm quite lucky because of like doing the food festival circuit and what have you that yeah. i know lots of people that have done the show yeah so we quite often have one of the former Do bakers you? here as our guest Amazing. judge so we've had lottie we've had chicks we've mm-hmm. had day friday mm-hmm. and i think again it just adds to mm-hmm. that whole experience for yeah. the guests and they're so lovely aren't they, they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah um we do a nailed it experience so that's inspired by the netflix show and yeah. that trademark isn't registered in the uk so we can use that one <laughs> so you can ju- it's only a well. us trademark so we, we do the nailed it experience which is very similar but they have to decorate a cake right within a certain amount of time um, we do an afternoon tea experience, but that's a bit more kind of relaxed. So that's the sort right. of thing, you know, you bring your mum along to you for Mother's Day and we make like some bread, we make a cake and we make maybe a pastry. Right. And then oh, at the end, we all so sit down nice. and eat an, eat an afternoon Amazing. tea. Amazing. Lovely. Um, usually the one I've made so they can take that home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's about having a lovely time baking 
without it being a lesson. Yeah. And what yeah. I love the most about the, uh, the that baking show experience <laughs> is that you will have people who never bake, yeah. and really? you will have professional like bakers and cake decorators. And there's no rhyme or reason to it because as soon as you put them against the clock, and it's an unknown yeah. thing, yeah. And they're all imagine. and they're also all real technical recipes from the show as well. So it will be. Paul Hollywood's this or Prue Lee's that or Mary yeah, Mary's this. Fantastic. Um, and yeah, at the last one, we had the, a couple that had been bought their place by their daughter and they don't bake. They just love the show. And they won. Oh, Amazing. And They've obviously so watched it so much yeah. that they know how to deal with but the I pressure. I think also they followed the recipe to the letter. They literally were like, yeah. whereas yeah. You know, a lot of people, if you bake regularly... You've got your own... You've got your own yeah. ways of doing yeah. things and baker's instincts and things yeah. like that. And sometimes... Yeah, they try and slip you up. It's funny because um, I went back and watched some really, really early episodes, and the technical challenges was like like scones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you look back and think, can you imagine them putting scones on the on it now? I would love it because <laughs> I am essentially Mister Scone. Like, <laughs> I am obsessed with scones. I For anyone who doesn't scone. know, like, do you um, use egg in your scone? Um, no, you don't. Oh, interesting. No, I don't. But I'm also I'm working on a. Um, and everything free from at the moment. So right. basically, I'm I'm currently doing the you know the exclusion diet where they're trying to figure out what I can't have. Okay. So I'm not allowed dairy, gluten, egg. Oh, you, you name it, I can't eat any. I'm yeah. eating brown rice and salad at the moment. Mm. But I'm that obsessed with scones that I was yeah. like, I've got a gluten free scone recipe and I've got a vegan scone recipe. Can you bring so now we're trying to smush them together yeah, nice. to do a gluten free, dairy free, egg free scone. Almost there. Oh, interesting. But yeah, I'm. I'm very passionate about scones. So if they did scones on the Bake Off, I'd be like, I think it was like the, the very first series. Yeah. They they did scones. I think yeah. they did a Victoria sandwich as they well. They did. Yeah. And you look back now, and you think Victoria sandwich. That's can you imagine? Yeah. What I liked about the Victoria sandwich one though was they didn't even give them a recipe because everybody has yeah. a recipe, yeah. so mm. they just made it. Yeah. So I thought that was lovely, yeah. and I think actually it'd be really interesting to see like get back to that traditional yeah. baking, but yeah. mm. make it like. Okay, everybody knows how to make a scone. Yeah. Yeah. Might not be the scone. Yeah, we've highly all... recommend my, my recipe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like you say, we've all kind of got. If, if you've been brought up with baking or you've baked a lot, you've all got those recipes in your head that you use all the time. Um, so yeah, that is that's quite an interesting concept. To yeah, even try. my even my kids have my recipe. Yeah. That they use mm. that, yeah. that is they don't even have to think about it if yeah. they're going to make a cake there's a small part of me that's really hoping that with Alison Hammond coming in who's a TV presenter yeah. not a comedian yeah. it will be a step back towards what made it great because I used to love Bake Off I still yeah. watch it but I do, I do think it's got a little bit a little bit TV. Yes, yeah. that's exactly it. And I yeah. don't like sensationalist TV. Yeah. Like, I've been asked... I didn't know to... Alison Hammond. Yeah, she's Yeah, she's new... replacing Matt yeah. Lucas. Wow. So I've been yeah. asked over the years to do a variety of... Well, you can probably imagine the sorts yeah. of TV shows yeah. that I've asked. And they're not my sort of TV shows. Yeah. Because I don't want to do, you know, so-and-so's got two days to make this cake <laughs> yeah. on this budget. It's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But... yeah. Would you ever do The Professionals? No. Absolutely not. A couple of my friends did it, and it was the worst experience of their oh, really? lives. So, no. <laughs> okay. No, what enough. I would like, because um, <laughs> there's, there's a real, there's like a real extreme, isn't there, between Bake Off and the professionals, isn't there? And it's like, where is this bit in the middle for us? It's here. Come here, everyone. You can do it here. <laughs> um, no, I think for me, if I was going to do TV, I would, I'd love to do, you know, like this morning during yeah. half term. Here's some stuff you can do. I with can your see kids. you doing that. Um, yeah. I was asked during the first lockdown by Steph's Pack Lunch. 
to really? do some like over like remote yeah um stuff but at the time I was looking after my mum had been poorly so I was right. staying with her looking after her so I had nothing there um, I could also see you doing like Sunday brunch or something like that that sort of thing well you know yeah. put, put it out there into the yeah, wild manifest it. it but ultimately again project. going right back to what we said at the beginning yeah. if I'm gonna do stuff like that it's to help my business yes, ultimately yeah, yeah. Because if you know you, you can say yes to these things, yeah, just to be famous, do you want to just yeah. be famous, yeah. If it's not because you know you think of like the most of the celebrity bakers, it's they've got a book out, yeah, so they want people to go and buy it, yes. And for me, yeah. it would be yes, I'd love to do it, but ultimately, I'd love to do it because I, I either want to reach those children, those yeah. families who can't get here, or encourage them to come here, mm. yeah. So yeah, but yeah, let's put it out into the uh, the ether. Okay, right. <laughs> Hopefully it's out there. Whilst we're talking about books. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice segue. I I do believe that you have a book out. I do. It came out in November last year. Wow. And it's doing very well, isn't it? It, Yeah. Like, scarily well, if I'm honest. Um, (laughs) Well, that's good. I I, I might peach at the questions, and I know you're going to ask how it came about. But (laughs) the, the reason why I did it was just because people were coming to classes and saying... I love this or I love this recipe. Do mm. you have a book? Mm. And I was like, no. And yeah. I used to have tons of recipes on my old website. But when I switched to the school, yeah. that old oh, website okay. essentially disappeared. Yeah. And I was something like, well, I need yeah. a way of putting them all together. Mm. I've written so many recipes over yeah. my content creation career. Let's make a book, mm. um, which we did. And so much work. <laughs> <laughs> but... I love it. You know, I, you can see it again. You can't see apologies, but there is a bookshelf <laughs> over there with so many recipe books on yeah. it and they're all huge, hardback, glossy. Yeah, yeah. I never open them. Yeah. They're just yeah. pretty on the wall. I wanted mine to be, you know, the sort of thing that you just leave on the side. It's, it's small, it's handy. Functional. It's paperback. Yeah. It's not yeah. heavy. The paper is like, you, could, you wouldn't feel like if you were writing on it. Yeah, because I write in all my cookbooks. Yes, There's even like a little yeah. note section at the yeah. back. Oh. It's very reminiscent of, again, the sort of, you know, your, Yesterday. your book that yeah. your grandmother would have written yeah. things down in. Yeah, I mean, um, I still use, my mum, I used to use the dairy cookbook. That's a, that. I had somebody mention that at a class, I literally, love it. I think the day before yesterday. Yeah, my mum had it, my nan had it. Now I've got like the most up-to-date version, which I think is at least 30 years old. Um, and yeah, and it's just, it's one of those little Bibles and it's got so many scribblings yeah. and crossings out and, and the, mo- the more up-to-date version is in grams as well as ounces. My mum's was only in ounces. <laughs> I will confess, mine is only in grams. <laughs> again, primary school teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to yeah. say, for me, I love a recipe book that I can pick it up and regardless of what I've got in the kitchen, yeah. there will be something yeah. that I can yeah. make. Yeah. Something yeah. Can and, you know, I've got like the Ottolenghi's and things like yeah. that and I open them and I'm like, oh, that looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, I don't have that. Yeah, there's yeah. at least five ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them you don't even know what they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Again, serious bacon. Well, I, I recommended, um, it. oh, I can't remember her name. Patak owns, oh, my life. <laughs> oh, the, the bakery that made um, Harry and Meghan's. I literally yeah. know who you mean, and I don't want to say the wrong name in case I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Violet Bake is it Violet Bakery? Anyway, yeah. I but hers and the 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 recipes are incredible. They're amazing, but half of them are like from California and half of them are English because she's from mm-hmm. California. And a lot of the ingredients, 
I literally didn't know what they were. They were like certain seeds and berries. Mm. And, and she goes, oh, you can get them from such and such. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I do yeah, if, like if, the idea of... If I have to go to Holland and Barrow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably not going to make it for fun. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, I, there's a market for that, obviously. These yeah. people do very well. I've got friends who are ultra serious about their baking and yeah. they will, like, spend a whole day creating this absolutely yeah. breathtaking bake but I'm, I'm, my book isn't for those people. Yeah, yeah. My so that's book like, is they're, for, they're like your special, yeah, yeah, this is like your bread this and butter. This is like, you know, the kids are off school for an inset day. Yeah. Let's find something we can bake Perfect. with what we've already got in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. Um, and also some of my kind of like, you know, like the cake recipes I used to use when I did cakes yeah, to yeah. order. <clears throat> What's your favourite recipe in it? Um, scones. It's going to be a scone. <laughs> it's it's going to be that scone. Oh. Is that cheese? So that's and... Uh, cheese and chive. Oh. Um, and I actually, that's what I demonstrated at Bake International okay. last year. And I took those all around the food festivals last year as well. And people went absolutely yeah, nuts for them. Imagine. Do you know, just looking at that picture, it's like... Yeah, see, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not particularly a scone person. Oh, see, I am. But cheese scone. Yeah. If you're not a scone person, then I would like to suggest it's because you've never had the perfect scone. <laughs> I'm, so, like, when I say I'm passionate about scones... <laughs> I'm also very snobby about scones. And for me, like, scones should be so, so light. Yeah. And yeah. they rarely are. Yeah. Like, you go, even, like, you can go to, like, five-star hotels for afternoon tea and then they bring out the scone and it's yeah. like, what is that? Yeah. Do you not think, though, a lot of the time with scones is that they're not fresh? A scone that's, has that's to be fresh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, know? and you go to a the, garden centre and you know it was made yesterday. I don't want it, you know? But, even that, but there's ways to make a recipe that will survive well mm-hmm. when you read. I mean, those that I'm pointing at a picture on the wall, by the way. For those <laughs> who can't see, there are pictures of bakes all around yeah, the there room. Are. Yeah, there are. Um, but those, because of the amount of cheese in them and things, you put them back in the oven for ten minutes, and you wouldn't know. Do you know this? We used to do this at the shop. So people used to say to us, "Oh, your scones are lovely and fresh," and we would make our scones, and as soon as they were cool, they would go in the freezer, and they would get them out in the freezer. Um, and I think it was 20 seconds in the microwave and then in the oven. Always put your scones back mm-hmm. in the oven because that's what crisps them yep. the outside back up. And the amount of people that would say to us, your scones are lovely and fresh. It's like, actually, they were made last week, but we won't tell them that. And it's all about how you bring them back to life. Absolutely. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Whereas in a garden centre, it's just be yeah. sat under a cloche and for they're like, a day. They're yeah. like bits of brick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my other half... Um, we won't get into how offended I was. My other half brought home some chocolate scones from a well-known, quite high-end supermarket um, a couple of months ago. And they were quite possibly the worst things I've ever put in my mouth. Really? They were so heavy and dense mm. and solid and dry. Look, chocolate anyway is dry. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, they were the worst things. Even he didn't like them and he will eat mm. anything which you're throwing. <laughs> and nothing could bring them back to life, I guess. No, were, Not even custard. No, they were the worst. <laughs> Yeah, don't ever get me started on scones. Seriously, I can talk about scones. We could just do a whole podcast episode just about scones. I like this. Yeah, maybe we can go back to that yeah, one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, so what are the next steps for Mr. Baker's oh, Cake School? Question. Um, to be honest, the, the biggest thing is just getting more people to know that we're here. Okay. Um, like, yeah. like after they've done that initial walk in and wow, yeah. you then get, we didn't even know you were here. Yes. So yeah. I need to counteract that. Yeah. But... It's it's finding the right way to do it because again you can throw social media at yeah. it, but you're going to for every one person who would be interested, you're spending money to reach. Yeah. yeah. However many do you find aren't. little things like I mean I I 
obviously been around a very long time at my age. Um, and when I first started my business, we used to have like little local newspapers and little local magazines. Mm-hmm. Now that's all kind of died because of the internet. Yep. Do you find that tricky to then negotiate like the more local community? I've I've been quite lucky that because I live in quite a small town. This is yeah. very much a market town. Uh-huh. And so the local authority has a social media right. presence and they share me all the time oh, and that's, that's really wonderful. Yeah. And Visit Hampshire have picked me up a couple of times Excellent. and shared stuff. Um but I think ultimately, when it particularly with social media, it, it it's that word of mouth. Yeah. I think being able to take a pretty photograph helps. Yeah. Um, but no, I think for me, what I need to do more of now is actually getting out into the community right. and you know, yeah. maybe doing some like some fairs yeah. or pop ups or so. I I don't know, but while it would be great to say, oh, my next thing is to franchise or take it on the road <laughs> or something, ultimately, yeah. it's just about really consolidating the success that we've had and making yeah. sure that this has longevity yeah yeah it's yeah. it's it wasn't just a, a year-long thing that yeah to, to keep it going I, I think it will be it will be yeah yeah, yeah. An established built business definitely yeah. and like i say you've got regulars and they will pass the yeah. word on and especially if you keep it in the community that's really good for the environment so. oh absolutely and <laughs> yeah. i and you, you say that but there's there's been a lot of support from yeah. because you know when i was looking for the right premises and what have you i could have looked out of town but actually i was like no i live in fairham yeah i i already know whether through the the cake making or the teaching mm, or the social yeah. media i already am known by a lot of people in fairham so yeah. that's yeah do you Give get saying that? Do you get people coming from out of town oh, to yeah. you? Yeah, I've, I've even I've had people come from like mainland Europe. Wow, so, not loads, but, but I can imagine that's the that, social yeah. media effect. Yeah, then, you know yeah. these people that have followed me for a long time. Yeah, I, yeah, I can imagine that happening. Um, but yeah, it's it's always crazy when because I always at the start of every class I'll print off the list of like everyone to do a little register again, teacher and me, get rid of it. <laughs> um, and so I always look at where they've come from, and some people I'm like. There's a couple that come. They've been like two or three times now, and they come from North Wales. Wow! And they're not even serious. They just they love it. like the first yeah. one they came to because they wanted to learn how to make a certain thing. Yeah. And then they were like, we just had such a lovely time. So it's like a little treat to us after a few months. And there's to be honest, there's not a lot of, of schools like this. Like you're saying, there's you know this is quite a unique experience to be able to come to a school like this, isn't it? You know. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I've I've in the past looked for for classes and things. Um, some classes you, you look at and go yeah I really want to do that but then it's like hundreds of pounds and it's like I'm not that serious and I think they're also quite those sorts of classes are very formal as well yeah, aren't they yeah. I think and I don't want I don't want that you know I want to rock up to Riverside and learn how to make a bit of bread yeah. and have a laugh and- I think ultimately the thing for me is like again I remember baking with my grandmother yeah. and I love baking with people and it's about creating that sort of vibe yeah. you know so it's relaxed there's no such thing as a stupid question yeah. having that person who when you're because I, I i need reassurance all the time like mm. i'm very high maintenance so i need that person <laughs> going yes that's right you're doing the right thing yeah and actually in a class when you're making i don't know uh pastry for the first time if you're reading it out of a book yeah yeah and it says it should look like this you're like yeah. okay but what does that mean what does that mean i, yeah, I made that something like? the other day and they missed out a step in the, the recipe book because it was as if they assumed I'd mm-hmm. know what yeah. what it was. So, yeah, I can totally understand that. Yeah. Being in a school and having you go, oh, no, yeah, that's fine yeah. to do it like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, just no, add I, a bit more water. I think oh. you're. I think it's quite a unique. From what I can, from my research in the past, it's, it's a really lovely, mm. unique. Thank you. We are very proud of that. Good. <laughs> so, uh, lastly, uh, it's your chance to uh, promote your your wonderful business. Oh, where can we you. find you? So, I am on social media mm-hmm. as Mr Baker's Cake School on Facebook, Mr Baker's Cake School on Instagram. Um, Mr. Baker's Cake Sk on Twitter because I ran out of characters. <laughs> um, I am on TikTok, but not well. Okay. So probably don't follow me there. <laughs> um, and then my website is mrbakerscakeschool.co.uk. It's a really nice website. Thank you very much. I, I did like it. It was I easy can't to take maneuver. Much yeah. of the credit for it at all. <laughs> that was one thing that I did treat myself to yeah. was I. Yeah. bought in yeah. my web but it's very stuff. easy to navigate yeah and, and, and it's just, it's the colors are lovely yeah. it's just perfect thanks and are you, you on youtube you can as come well? again oh yes and i have a <laughs> forgot about that i have a youtube channel i'm i will be honest with people it's i don't post to it as much as i used to because obviously this place keeps me yeah, busy yeah. but it's all on the list it's always do more youtube <laughs> and i also do a weekly cooking show on Kenwood's YouTube channel as well. So that's, we didn't talk about that at all. No, no, um, no. So I am the host of the weekly Kenwood Kids Club, um, which is a online learning portal for children Amazing. who are into cooking and baking. And our YouTube channel, Miss, uh, no, that's me, the Kenwood Kids Club. Yeah, we do a weekly live cooking or baking video that children can cook along with. So wow. come wow. and watch that. Because we, we, were, we were talking about Kenwood before we actually started recording. Wow. So we did do a lot of talking about Kenwood before because we are all Kenwood fans. We are indeed. Hashtag you are, Team Kenwood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you are a Kenwood ambassador as well. To, to yes, very Wood. proudly Ken so. Kenwood. <laughs> so... Um, we're going to do something a little bit different this week. Yeah, we literally just dropped this on Rob like an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little, so, a little bit scared. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to sing my uh, special song. Which is enough to be scared about. To yeah. The ple- you know, don't look at me. No judgment. I have don't very high expectations. <laughs> now you tell me you're going to sing a song. I'm yeah. expecting like a full Whitney, cha- Mariah no, moment. No, it changes every week. Oh. <laughs> so... <clears throat> It's time for product of the week, product of the week, product of the week. (laughs) So, Rob, what is your product of the week? My product of the week is entirely self-serving because it's going to be my book, Mr. Baker's Cakes and More. Um, So we've talked about it a little bit, but basically it's it's kind of, I think it's 73 recipes that wow. we use regularly now i'm in the middle of writing a book i know how hard 73 must be i will be honest i was very lucky because i've been making recipes either for yeah. myself or for clients yeah. or brands or what have you for a very long time so a good chunk of those i already, already had. had yeah um but obviously going through and checking Formalizing. the formatting yeah. and yeah <laughs> over the years things have changed yeah. um but yeah so it's 73 wow. tried and tested recipes here from the cake school i'm actually gonna go and pick one up so <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh that's good because I, w- I wanted to have a look at it as well <laughs> oh wow it's lovely i love it looks it feels really tactile as yeah. Well. yeah and so does the paper as well yeah Oh, I like Ooh. it. Um, but so it has got... <laughs> Go back to that recipe. That picture looked just delicious. <laughs> Sorry. So we've got layer cakes, loaf cakes, cupcakes, tray bakes, biscuits and cookies, breads, pastries, miscellaneous bakes, and toppings and fillings. And oh. a gorgeous picture of my niece. Oh, oh no. Oh, I 
gosh, that's so lovely. <laughs> but yeah, so that is uh, my product of the week and it's yeah. available, um, well, you can buy it on Amazon. So yeah, you search but... Mr. Baker's Cakes and More by Rob Baker Gore and it should come right up. And sometimes they even put it on offer. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's what I saw. Cherry and almond crumble cake. This, if you buy the right jam, so I use the cherry and amaretto jam from a company called Cherry Tree for this. Yeah. And it is... Oh, so good. Amazing. I usually make my own jam, but sometimes you branch out. And that is yeah. a really good jam. Pictures are, and yeah, these are all your own photos. Really nice all my own photos, yeah. I, I really like this book, I as think, you can tell. Here we go. <laughs> I think that is one of the things that has really helped, with, again, with the social media stuff, yeah. though, is being able to take a good yeah. photograph is so. You see these absolutely stunning cakes online, and sometimes yeah. they just. Yeah. on somebody's workshop yeah. and actually just knowing a little bit about doing it in the right light and what have you, you can yeah. make such a difference i've been blogging for a very long time and probably in the last three years it's you suddenly go oh you need to do that and oh yeah, you need to, it's and it, clicks, yeah and it's, it? you suddenly nail it and you go yep this this mm. is how you, and but yeah the, and, and it i does will be make honest and this makes some of my more artistically inclined friends cringe Probably a good 80% of those photos were taken on a phone. I love that. But I, I have, so this is my my phone, yep. and then I bought a second-hand, second phone that has got an absolutely phenomenal camera right. that I use just for, for food photography. But that's so, you don't need a DSLR. I mean, if you can stretch to one, can, yeah. then great, yeah. but actually they're not accessible for most people. Yeah. And if you're just making cakes to order and you just want to snap yeah. a quick picture before it goes out of the door, yeah. having that space that you know in your house, it's yeah. got great lighting, good quality camera, boom, done. Perfect. Did you mention the notes section at the I, back? I briefly touched on it. <laughs> yeah. But I, again, I'm somebody who likes to write same. things because yeah. I'll tweak things. I'll yeah. be like, I want more pepper in this or yeah. I want... Or if you need to double it up, or one yeah, and a half times I it, and that, yeah, like that. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, a we'll big be purchasing. Fan. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you very much, Rob, for letting us come to your studio, yeah, class, school, room, school, kitchen. <laughs> yes. Thank you for letting <laughs> us be thank here. Thank you for um, coming. It's, it's been a very genuine pleasure. It's oh, been amazing. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Bye.